You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's X Factor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's X Factor After Show. One, two, three. It's the X Factor after show, All right, that sound can only mean one thing, and that is that Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show on After Buzz TV. This is the X Factor. Season 2, Episode 5. I'm JC, and I am joined by the most wonderful industry professionals that Hollywood has ever seen. Mm -hmm. And let us start by the wonderful introduction (laughs) by my co-host, to my right. Hey, guys. I'm Melissa Macedo. And across the table. Hey, I'm Michelle Macedo. I'm Mark E. Allen. And I'm Nick Collins. And the very sharp look at Nick Collins. You you are the sharpest dressed uh, sartorialist on our on our couch, man, our couch surfer. Hey, yeah, I gotta make the couch look good. If you and JC had a baby, it would be so stylish. It'd probably come out wearing <laughs> a, a tie. tie. <laughs> a tie. Probably a tie. Just because it's ahead of his time. With that said, everybody, and and who do we got running the ones and twos back there? No, hey, hey I mean, Marissa. Is it Marissa or John? Or who do we got Amir, back there? Amir. Amir. Hey, Amir. What's up, Amir? Hey, on what's, the board? what's going on, Amir? All right, guys. So if you guys are watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com, hello, chat roll. But if you're not watching us live, make sure to go to iTunes, subscribe, download the podcast, tell us what you think, Look, you know, send us a comment or two. We really do listen to them, and we'll answer all your questions. And also, you want to see us live, not live, watch us on YouTube the next day. So... With that said, you know, we've got a very special guest coming up a little bit later on the show. If you are super fans like we hope you are on X Factor, we have Leroy Bell. He's going to be calling up in a little bit. But first, let's talk about what happened tonight. Where was a touch of Grey's Anatomy? I mean, everyone getting sick. What's going on? <laughs> Literally, is it Grey's More like or ER. Touch? ER, I yeah. think. I thought you were referring guess. to me, but. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But I know, you know, Mark, you know, I know you, before we get into the show, you also like to talk about our recap, what, what we yeah, saw just, last just quickly, week. Um, you know, because Thursday's episode is, is a lot shorter. It's an hour, and we just we see a few people. Um, but uh, yeah, we had some really good talent. The guy that uh, sang Hallelujah was a rocker. Had, had his kid there with him, uh, Jeffrey Adam Groot, who was just amazing. Um, Julia, who left her band. You know, a lot of these people 
you know, they're in a band and do you, do you go solo, kind of like how a Daughtry thing, or do you bring your whole band on there with you? She left her band, who was like her ex-boyfriend was in the band, and it was kind of touchy Ooh. subject. So uh, there was a lot of lot of drama. There's, you know, the girl that um, they gave a second chance to go backstage and, and, and try to find another song and, and make it work. She came out and it didn't work out and she threw a hissy fit. Yeah, she was throwing a lot. Uh, yeah, a lot of action-packed stuff in last week's episode. Yeah. But yeah. It seems to me there's a lot more like drama thrown in this season. Oh my gosh, it's such a reality show. You know, there's so much drama every second. Well, maybe uh, Leroy can give us a few tidbits on what it's really like to be on that set because it seemed like last year was not as dramatic, but I wonder, you know, what it's like to see the contest through his eyes. So yeah. mm-hmm. see if it's see what he thinks about this season as well. If he's yeah. had a chance, because I know he's on the road a lot. So he was in town last night. But like I said, we'll get to him a little bit later. But let's dive in on tonight. Should we start with the good, or should we no, start man. with the? We want to start with the bad, or can we start with well, the comical? Well, yeah, they started with the comical yes. slash bad. So. <laughs> slash the Simon Cowell okay. formula. Say, they definitely started comical this night. <laughs> yeah, who was it? Was uh, Abbott and Costello? I mean, no, what was it? Uh, <laughs> oh, geez, the OGs. The OGs. Oh yes, the Greek duo. Original, original Greeks. Greeks. Yeah. Oh yes, original <laughs> Greeks from Fairfield, Connecticut, hmm. and uh, oh, he's a waiter. At his diner. He owns a diner, and I work at it. That was the best I'm quote a waiter at my diner. Yeah. And then the other dude that said, hmm, or yeah, or whatever sometimes. Like a bad version of uh, Little John. Mm-hmm. Do the you Greek guys version. think that that guy was like a random PA that was around that volunteered to do it? I mean... Yeah. Whether or not he was, like, I had no idea he was about to go to an audition. I think his friend was just like, yo, just, can you come with me somewhere real quick? I just got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> you thought it's like Tony Baloney from the block. Hey, Tony, I need to go. I need an audition. To come with me. You know, I need a bandmate. <laughs> I know. Uh, right. A wingman. But you forgot your bandana? <laughs> yeah. I'll just wear mine. <laughs> but does it serve a purpose to the show? See, I don't like it. I I well it, it kind of caught me off weird because I think they had a lot of bad before they, they had started, a good yeah well I think that's what they kind of were doing setting it up because we're used to a long drawn out story mm-hmm. and then it was like them setting it up kind of funny bad and then it was bad 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 so much bad M O B to the fullest and yeah. then they had a yeah the M O B the no 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 yeah Brittany for those no. of you tuning in for the first time whenever we see M O B it is known as our montage of bad. So just a lot of MOBing tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. But, but they got it out of the way, at least, you know. And kind of like um, on The Voice, for instance, they, there's a lot of good on The Voice. So I kind of think they focused on the second hour of the show as a lot of good. So we're kind of getting the bad out of the way. Mm. You know what I'm going to say about The Voice is that everyone that auditions is amazing. And not everyone on The X Factor that ends up being seen is amazing. So actually... Chang Yi isn't amazing? <laughs> I didn't say that at all. Okay. <laughs> but okay. what I'm trying to say is that um, on the... It can become really frustrating, actually, on The Voice to keep seeing so much talent be turned down and disappointed, mm. I guess. And on The X Factor, it just makes it seem like, oh, talent is more rare or something. And, and it's like, oh, there's so many people that want to do it. Like, they have that idea of this is like a free-for-all. And on The Voice, it 
um, I guess it kind of makes me sad that mm-hmm. yeah. that they turn down so mm-hmm. much, so many talented people. Well, well, I feel like they're a little bit more selective because I, there aren't uh, as yeah. many auditions, right? Oh yeah. Oh no, and they only, there's only 16 spots per team. So like yeah. by the time they're actually at the blind audition, mm-hmm. there's only a few left. They've been like through all the auditions. Well, that's great for the voice, but we're here talking about <laughs> X Factor. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Snap. You're so right, JC. I'm sorry, I'm a company man, and you know what? I think they're saving it. They're being like they're building that drama. And they're because I still think last season, which was for me, I thought it was a stronger season of X Factor so far. I agree. I do agree. I thought there were stronger acts so far from what we've seen, aside from Carly Rose that we saw like a week and a half ago. And there's not that many. There's good singers, but are there great singers? Let's start with. Do you um, think that has to do with the judges partly? How so? Um, just, I mean, I don't know if if that reflects on the judges at all. Do you think? What do you mean? The amount of talent. Do you think through. the producers are trying to only display talent that's more relative for, let's say... Or maybe a, the judges are either letting people more people in, like, more easily or than last season or something. I'm just, I'm just speculating. Okay. Well, but still, the great would still the great would still be great. They would be then over the top. Then Brittany would say, "I think we've seen some great, though. I think okay. especially tonight too. I think there was some great." Would you think? What about a? Was it Dinah D- Jane? Yeah. Dina, Dina Jane. Dina Her first audition um, ever. Yeah, she. You know what? There were like five in a row that were fifteen or sixteen. Right. Um, yeah. They're really going young this season. And if I were a boy, yeah, I thought she was amazing. I mean, she was great. I she. I like the the, the mid range tone of her. I didn't I didn't necessarily agree when she was going with the lower register. Yeah, that didn't yeah. sound right. I thought that was off at first. I thought she might be Way not bad. good, but then it, it's just for the climb. It's like as long as she can hit that high belting part, then then we'll I just the all forget was, I about it. I thought the low was all right. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was bad. Mm-hmm. I got chills doing that part. Did, but did you? <laughs> when she was down there, but and then definitely in that song, and which you know, we saw that later in the show too, where some of those songs you have to start so low to you know be able to hit yeah, the, exactly. the, the high stuff too. So I, I felt like you know she gave it her all and and definitely had cool tones in both part of her uh, parts of her voice and. Her mom and dad, you know, that was just that feel good moment that we love. So her family of twenty, that she I was know scary. That it seems like we're kind of split. Nick, what do you what, uh, break the tie? You know, I'm partial. I'm partial to the song because I loved Rachel Crow's version of it last year oh, so right. much, so much. I thought she destroyed that song in a good way. Um, but Dean Dina. Dinah? Dinah. Dinah. I think we're all Dinah. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, Not when sure. she first when it when she, at first when she first started singing it, I was like, ah, this is either gonna be really good or really bad. And then when she really did hit those high notes and everything, I thought she blew it away as well. So I'm kinda I What's the tiebreaker? Whether I like it or you know, not. You know what? Right now, we, uh, I'm sorry. We, since you're new to our AfterBuzz family, we've put you in the Nicole and um, Paula debate where they had to be the tiebreaker last yeah. season with Rachel. Just leave it up, yeah, just leave like it up to like leave that. it up to America, like uh, mm-hmm. Nicole did. <laughs> I mean, what, oh, no. so, what am I deciding between? Like, I, I mean, I thought it was a great audition. You thought it was great. Yeah. Okay, thought, we'll leave it at that. I so. thought it was a great audition. I think, yeah, she has a lot of talent, and I, and I think Allie Reed said that she is going to be. Uh, one of the finalists, and I can totally see her going far. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, L.A. once again, you know, putting that stamp of approval. So, But here's someone that I think that we all put our stamp of approval on, and that was Aaron Ray from last season. From He was from Intensity last season. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he came back. And became a man. Saying yeah. original. <laughs> what happened during this year? <laughs> we don't know. Do you think some of the contestants come on singing an original, maybe not in hopes of even getting through, but being able to just sing their own song Absolutely. on national TV? I think that's yeah. Yeah. the only reason. Don't you remember the Candy Man? Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, trust well, me, I remember that, Candy Man. <laughs> besides that song, uh-huh. they, they, you know, we've thought that it might not be a good idea, and they've also said like, oh, you're, every time they sing, yeah. they're like, oh, I don't know if you should do this. Yeah. But ninety-eight percent of the time, it's been a good idea so yeah. far. It's true. The two percent so, being Candy Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. two percent. You're still recalling the Candy Man. It's hard to forget. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna download that song. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. Candyman or Count on Me? Yeah, Candyman. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Candyman. <laughs> Leave that one alone. Yeah, but, but he yeah. definitely he was he was definitely really good. He, um, you know, it, it seems like maybe he's trying a little bit too hard on the image with the bow tie and like the suspenders and stuff. But I mean, I, I, I feel like he definitely has stage presence and. Uh, well, Marcus yeah. Canty had that last year. He had a lot of swag. He had all the the costumes and all that too. You know? Yeah, but it felt, I think it felt like it fit him better. Okay, you felt Mount Marcus was a little stronger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, I wasn't that impressed. Like, I thought he was really good, but I felt like they were really complimentary. They were yeah. like, "Wow, this year, oh my god, what have you been doing?" And I thought the song was stronger than his actual voice sometimes. So I was kind of surprised how like he should have gone through, but. I think they were over complimentary. Yeah. He's clearly been working on the performance aspect, speaking to the ladies and all of this stuff. So um, I think that helped his chances too. Mm-hmm. And I think that he looked familiar, so they liked that. that, that they've seen, the, seen the growth. So. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. true. Now, with him. I've heard some of his stuff online, actually, and oh. he does this um, Coldplay song. It's was it the Viva La Vida? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, fantastic, absolutely. And he almost sounded to me almost like a little touch of Chris Brown. I'm putting it out there. I totally agree. Oh, I thought wow. that the, the second he opened his mouth, I was like, "There's a little Chris Brown here, minus the hitting." But um. <laughs> right, I know yeah. okay. that's all I can think of actually now. Yeah, so, so there's a lot to be, you know, be said. I think he's I think he's going to go really really far. I think he could make it to the very end. Of the show i think so too i think he's got a lot of potential and I, I think the way that simon thinks even if someone doesn't have the best voice in the world he he pictures you know uh just them on stage and selling out a crowd and that's i think that's what he's seeing he mm-hmm. can see yeah. people you know really really falling for this guy now was yeah. he dancing did he do a little or not really it wasn't more dancing more moving yeah moving like choreography thing like but ladies is it for you guys but oh, hey he's working that's room. i mean that's what's working these days on the, right. on the radio i mean we saw the 13 14 year old girl that I'm embarrassed to have been one. I don't don't think we were ever one of those. Uh, You were never 14? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I skipped that. Came out completely. So the record execs see the dollar signs with the 14-year-old females. Definitely. I mean, it's hard not. They literally see it right in front of them. These Mm -hmm. screaming. Okay. And not I, just, not just have, one or two of them. It's always no. 3,000. They, yeah. they went to all of the middle schools in the area and just paid them all to show up. Yeah. That's the crowd of X Factor. Come on. I know we all have, we're all 12 year old girls inside. Kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm 13 inside. <laughs> I'm a big Good. kid now. All right. Sweet. Now, it's emotional growth. <laughs> it was a bit of a, he was a catalyst, I think. That's when it started the montage of Good. Then we started getting all these great little artists. The guy who sounded like Sinatra. 
Yeah. Yes. The what is it? Who like sobbed after? I thought he was awesome. That yeah. was awesome. So really young. Nice. So unexpected. Yeah. How old was he? Sixteen. 16. He. That's crazy. He looked so much younger. And, and then there was the third. His joy quickly turned to tears. Yeah. I love when <laughs> a voice like that comes out of someone so unexpected. Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Mark, did anyone like stand out to you? Because I remember you were writing. You were writing them all down. Like you well, had. Yeah. The- well, I like. I mean, the song choices I, th- I felt were really good. And like Beatrice um, was the thirteen-year-old was singing Dixie Chicks, and the other girl that sang uh, "Stay" by Sugarland, uh, Natalie Martin. I felt like she was really good. Um, um, but uh, and then one four five had some en- had energy that just took. <laughs> yeah. was, just I don't even know what happened. I thought they were great, except even Zombie Guy. I feel like I had to be there to see how great they were. Right. I was just kind of like looking everywhere, like <laughs> what is what is going on, and then it was over, and I was like, I, I, they I yeah, they were running around, but he did have some sort of broken oven mitt. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was hand puppet. Yes. It was either an oven mitt Soft. with the top cut off or like what you cover a golf club with. Yeah. One of those yeah, things. one of those. But it had a face. It, was a re- it, it was definitely a- had a face. It was a real squirrel. You know, I <laughs> bet it was. That's what they did in their spare time while waiting. But see, we're all talking about them, but you know what? It's true. Exactly. I think what's missing, did we see any hip hop artists really? Have we seen a lot of them this season? No. Not, not, not really. Not really. No. See, I'm wondering that gap. You know, we've had a few country. We've had some balladeers. We've had Do you some... think it's because of where we've kind of um, traveled to for the audition cities so far? I mean, where else are they, you know, in the next few weeks, maybe they're going somewhere else? Yeah, may- well, this is the last week of auditions, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah? So tomorrow night's the last episode of auditions, and then we're moving to boot camp and then judges' houses and all that. Yeah, so I-, I knew that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're like. I wasn't asking. I need that. I also wouldn't necessarily necessarily say it's because of where the auditions are. Because apparently, a lot of people travel from all over the right. country just to get there. So yeah. you, you would like, think that they'd wait till they get to their city, but apparently, they're not going to their city. I know. There's like there's a lot of talent in Providence, but they're, they're all from California. <laughs> right. You know? That was yeah. epic. Can you imagine that journey cross country for that? I know. Really? That's why I. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, before before I go any further, I also I do have to mention once again iTunes guys download us comment 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 please we're super interactive we'll answer everything for you so remember every comment you send helps keep the lights on so thank you all right but I want to move on to someone who kind of stood out because we've we've mentioned good I said we were going to have good bad and strange yes the interesting yeah the girl straight from Street Fighter Chun Li oh my God yes Chang oh I thought it was Chang Yi is it Chang I'm I don't know I don't know both, they're, they're both right yeah. okay both. <laughs> yeah I think so she had an interesting sailor outfit she looked like an anime character yeah wait yes, you guys okay this is like a bad fresh off the boat. Literally, literally off of a boat because of the sailor off outfit, of sailor. Yeah. right? Yes. No pun intended. Get it? I get yeah. it. I, I got <laughs> it. Absolutely. Can you give us a, a drum roll uh, there, Amira, for the, her too joke? Late. Thank you. Okay. It's too late. All right. <laughs> she. Okay. Was she? There it is. There Thank you. Too late. Michelle Macedo. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, now with Chan Lee, Chung Lee, was she trying to be William Hung? Hey June, what was she trying to do? Why was she there? I don't think she knew what she was trying to do. I think she really wanted to be her. <laughs> I, I, yeah. A superstar, she I, said. I think we're all confused because she does have power in her voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what's going on? Well, okay, this is what I what I call the, the climb to singing, which is someone that sings... And but the, she spends most of the notes searching for the right one, and then when uh-huh. she finds it, she just rides on that because she right. doesn't know when she's going to find another mm-hmm. right one again. Right, and then she just kind of goes and she can like 
belt. She has like breath support, uh-huh. but uh, and she sings Celine Dion. She's so pitchy and mm-hmm. I don't know. She's lived here for twelve years, and her she her English doesn't seem that good. It was weird. It was like I thought she was gonna. <laughs> I, I was confused for half of the performance, and then I realized she was doing that kind of <laughs> the kind of singing that you've created. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I made it up. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of liked her. I kind of liked. Her. <laughs> like you would date her. Like, you know, no, she's single. Not ever. Like never. Never. Like but I mean, more. you got like you want her number. Fifty-two. I would call her. Tweet maybe. at us. I would tweet her, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you got this 52-year-old random Chang Lee woman, and just there was something, there was power behind her voice, and there was something about it. I, I just, I, I don't... I can, commitment. I, I thought Simon was, was going to agree with me, too. I, w- <laughs> could she win? Absolutely not. Did I want to see her go through just to the boot camp? Yeah. She's to get no, kicked off there. She's mm-hmm. no panda. Yeah. Leave it at oh that. Oh, my her God. Her heart will go on. I'm obsessed. Her heart will go on. You my know what I was on. thinking? Okay, so I've seen before Chinese opera mm-hmm. and that and the fact and it's it's really different from our singing and uh really nasally I was thinking that too and that it more it bordered on contemporary pop like maybe Chinese yeah. opera like so I was thinking maybe she does kind of think that's good so you think maybe she would work maybe on like um, like a X Factor abroad, like if they you know because they do it in other countries as well. Yeah. So possibly maybe in the Far East. Maybe no. I think maybe she's actually just <laughs> no, bad too. No. But, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. She, she's <laughs> probably just because I'm making I'm making excuses. Yeah. For okay, her. we're we're being lovable. We're sharing we some her. love. So let's move on to maybe some artists that actually are here that could possibly win it. Yes, Michelle. Sorry, I just wanted to say one more thing about Simon's Titanic iceberg Ooh. comment. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. I'm glad she didn't get it. I know. Yeah. If they like... redid the movie, you would be the iceberg. You All you'd have to do is sing, and her face is just totally blank. See, <laughs> and no funny. one hates Simon for that. He can get away with that. How mm-hmm. awesome is that? Because it's kind of funny when it's some of his <laughs> comments. But if anyone else said it? Oh, yeah. You would get hate mail. Totally. Ex- I'm sure he gets a lot of hate mail. But he says everything yeah. with a Simon smile, is, I think, too. I think yeah. Simon, kind of throwaway. he's more lovable these days, though. Yeah. 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 Because people love to hate him or He's like a like curmudgeon that. now, you know? Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm grumpy. All yeah. right, guys, I'm going to give you guys the option. We're going to go with either Austin Carini or Jamie, the duo. Austin. You want to go, Austin? Briefly, because I just you think he's super cute. He was <laughs> super cute. Uh, no, Did he, he sign your arm? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean that was cool. I mean that definitely for them. They're like, oh my god, little girls like him. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, um, dollar signs. But mm-hmm. that song that he sang, um, I really like it. It's on country radio, radio right now. Wanted by Hunter Hayes. Um, he sounded, you know, like he, he definitely has a lot of potential. It wasn't anything great, like they said, but he has a cool kind of fun image and then a, a decent voice. And yeah. I think I think he. He might do okay, actually. Uh oh, does he make it out of boot camp? No, no, Thank he's not know. going out of no. Yeah. He's gonna go to boot camp and he's gonna hold on for dear life while he's there because <laughs> he's not going anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I don't think that there's enough power or training behind it. He cannot acquire that type of training in boot camp. Well, he can. It will take longer than I think the boot camp. Like so many people are above him in level mm-hmm. and skill. But it's also what Ellie Reed said. Like I've we've seen twenty five of you. You know, yeah, yeah. Totally. and there are t- there are twenty four that were better. So then he maybe next year, maybe next year, just well, kind of yeah. like our he'll know. become yeah, a man. Guy, yeah. 
And how much help and attention do they really get in boot camp? I'm we can ask. We can ask Leroy. Yeah, right? that's true. See all these questions. And guys, if, you know, tweet us your questions for Leroy. Any any of questions, I'm sure he's going to be more than happy to answer for y'all. But um, yeah, Karini. I mean, yeah, he's cute, good-looking yeah. kid. Disney Decent voice. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I want to talk about Jamie. Oh, oh, was, yeah, listen, weird. if I feel like we should be on Love Line talking about codependent relationships. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that is weird. an unhealthy yeah. relationship. Yeah. Sounds like you're talking from experience. I don't know what you're talking about, Mark. I've never had an unhealthy relationship in my life. I only have great relationships. But I, I'm picky like Ching Ye. Yeah. <laughs> Simon. Yeah. I just feel uh-huh. like, yes, I thought Carmen, like immediately, yes. like they were, the way they're dressed, like the way they're trying to be. Yeah, except for they were bad. Real bad. <laughs> so. At least they have each other. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. And every morning they can stare but into how, each other's eyes. How, how are the, like the drive home? Do you think it's like like they they maybe they, they maybe would they break up because of this? I know. Like, I, was, we, I don't know. That anything. might be yeah. the best thing that ever happened yeah. for both of them. Yeah. For the world. For yeah. The world. <laughs> I just and. I don't know if this was like genuinely happening all the time, but they were all over each other while they're waiting, and they got lots of looks. And they want to tell everybody about it. I know mm-hmm. we're yeah. in love. Yeah, it's PDA factor, fantastic. But all right, we've we've given them attention, but let's give the real <laughs> artists. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't yeah. want to spend a lot of time on. Let's spend some time on the great artists. Like, great. Yes, it, I know, Mark. You were jumping out of your seat with this guy. I believe it was David Corey. Yeah, he's got a sick range. Oh um, yes. Yeah, he sang. Uh, he, he was adopted, and he sang Bruno Mars. And anybody that can sing with a range like Bruno Mars and and actually like stand up to yeah. how good he is, it's just amazing to me. Yeah. And it's crazy at the points when Bruno Mars pushes, he didn't even have to push. He, he went higher. Like, it was like higher. At, the, at the last note, he would go high and then kind of like yeah. roll off it. It and was crazy. Is he like a raw talent, would you say? Because it, yeah. it, to me, it doesn't. Uh, now, you guys are the singers. I'm not, you know, but. You're not a singer? No, unfortunately. <laughs> He's not. a beatboxer. This is. <laughs> 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 These people drive me crazy. Okay, no, but there's. I think he almost seems like a like a phoenix, this ball of energy that's hard to control. He's gonna be someone that's gonna be hard to like rein in. No, I, th- I feel like he's very well practiced. He has a really cool image, and he, he's very hardworking. It seems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Do you think mean like gonna... vocally, or what do you mean? It just seems because I could see him. I, I even wrote it when I watch him. He, he, it's like he was exploding on stage. Mm-hmm. You know th- that emotional connection. Yes, granted, but just physically, just oh, where he was okay. going with his voice. I'm like, this guy's like too much. You think? Could be. Could yeah. be. I, I'm just saying. You know, I, if we just if you bring him in a little bit and just let him, like like the dad from last week, Groot, Mr. Groot. With the, he right, had a, yeah. he had a powerful voice, but he had con- like amazing control. Oh yeah, control. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see. I feel like this guy could be a little, just a little more sporadic. Possibly, I'm mm-hmm. just that's just my opinion. I'm just yeah. saying. love and do what you love to do. Great, yeah. I'm using that one. He had that <laughs> great quote. Use that. that was good. <laughs> quote yeah. from Marky. I think his raw talent can be harnessed. I think oh, yeah. I think he's willing okay. to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, you're getting trained by some of the the best producers and and vocal artists of our time. So I think he's really gonna, you know, step up to the plate and make it happen. Be huge. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's got Do an awesome look. Do you guys think his birth mother is watching? That's. Hard Me neither. Say. It's really hard. To <laughs> <laughs> no, not not now, but let's say if he does make it far. Let's say if he makes it to the live shows, they will help him. Yeah, they they'll will help totally her gonna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that That's is true. so sad to me because that is so most likely 
gonna be a disappointing thing. No, but maybe it's something he has to do. Maybe yeah. it's already set up. Maybe the ex yeah. will pay that's her so a true. lot of money to not be disappointed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you never know. I mean, I think and uh, Melanie even had you know last year's winner. She had an ex- you know an estranged relationship with. Yeah, uh, I remember. Yeah, I don't know if it was her mother or father. Yeah, from uh, Island. Oh, right. Germany. Yeah, Trinidad. Trinidad. I think it was. Yeah. So you know and. And I'm sure they're going to use those stories. Yeah. And it, so, yeah. I we'll keep. It's good, yeah, it's a good story. I think. I think it's going yeah, to all good turn story. out to be great. Okay. All right. Well, then let's 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 keep the keep the great stories going. Oh, gosh, keep them rolling. How about Gene Simmons' daughter? I said it on purpose. Why did you have to say yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. Uh, maybe not on stage you for mean, that one second, but she loves you mean it. Nick's Nick's sister. Nick's sister. Yeah. Yes. There <laughs> you you go. look familiar. Not my sister. Yeah. Yeah. Nick not, Simmons. Yeah. not Nick Collins. Sorry. All right. Did you guys like it? Did you? She didn't. Would Adele uh, make you feel in love? Was is that, is that make, you love? Love. make you feel my love. Make you feel my love. Sorry. <laughs> it be. Take my love. Feel it. Feel my love. <laughs> um, I thought she was really good. I thought she had really good tone. I thought she was awesome. I think she had great tone. Um, I think she could, like, use some more experience. Yeah. I mean, she's 19. But, but like, I think she's good. I felt like I, mm. she had, like, a cool tone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But dude, use your connections, man. But also, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, like yeah. don't be ashamed. It's, not about, all about, it's like, not about what you know. It's who's your dad. Yeah, right? so just use it. Well, yeah, like no, no shame, dude. Yeah, yeah. everyone, no one will judge does you. it in the way they can. Do you think the judges were influenced by who she was? Yes, I think Debbie Lovato. I mean, was. I think that's why she got on the show. Yes, you I know? think so too. So it's kind of silly to be like, I'm going to do it on my own. Well, and then she was said that her parents were upset, which I didn't look upset. And <laughs> they looked very supportive. They looked very supportive. Yeah. And since he said, you're going to go out there and get the like, rocket or whatever he said. And also she like showed up with them, which is like if she really didn't want to be known as Gene Simmons' daughter, I don't think she would be in public with him. Do you think Gene would have said yes? <laughs> Probably, I, I don't know. So, he seems like a tough. I couldn't dad. see through those shades. But yeah, I know. Just, I kind of wanted. To, I kind of wanted to hate her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when I kind of did before she started singing, but I actually thought she was really good, and I honestly think that she's a, per- a perfect contestant and a perfect candidate to be, um, you know, a pop singer or whatever kind of singer she's going to be. Because again, uh, through the eyes of Simon, he really just sees dollar signs. You know, whether there's talent there or not, just whatever sells is going to sell. And I mean, she already has a built-in fan base clearly she already has name recognition so i mean she's kind of ahead of the game to tell you the truth what genre would she fall in though yeah that's i i guess pop i i I would i would need to see her hear her sing another song yeah but if if she does pop i think it's gonna be short-lived and Mm -hmm. it's gonna be because and coming out there singing an adele song yeah we we yeah. all golden golden that. rule yeah, yeah. We, yeah. that's yeah. the only you rule can't do that yeah. yeah that's pretty much the only rule but yeah. I mean I mean we hope the best for her she definitely does have potential like I said but yeah you know I I think that she is yeah I felt that same way about her at first I was like mm, what is she doing uh, but you know what I just totally forgot what I was gonna yes say. I, I, <laughs> I believe we have Leroy coming up any second now but just buttoning up with uh, Miss Simmons you know what 
I thought she was a storyteller. She took her time. She had that. There was a very, there was a calmness to her when she sang. Mm-hmm. It, I did it. I liked it. I didn't love it, especially the beginning. But as she got into, it was into a little the, sleepy at first. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But like when she once she hit her groove, I could you could see her. She sings a she sings a story. She mm-hmm. t- and I was like, okay, I can get into it. Taking away who she is, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know where she's gonna fit. Is she a five million dollar artist for X Factor? Right now, no. Maybe not right Probably now. Probably not. But remember but. Chris Renee, the arc that he took. But Chris Renee had a great audition. But Chris Renee had an improvement throughout the season. Yeah. Marcus Canty had an improvement throughout the, the season, you know? Mm-hmm. So, well, the one thing you cannot fake, especially in today's music industry, is talent. So... All right, guys. Speaking so, of talent. Yes. On, on the line, we've got Mr. Leroy Bell. Yes, season one contestant who's had... Did you know he actually was Grammy... He wrote, he wrote a song for Elton John, a Grammy-nominated song in, in... I believe it was in... Was it in the 80s, Leroy? Okay. He said okay. I, hello, Leroy. Do we got you online? Yeah. Hey. hey yo. Hey. Hey, hi. Let's give a round of applause for Leroy Bell, everybody. All right, so happy to have you here. It was awesome. I don't know if our fans knew, actually, you were performing last night at the Viper Room here in Hollywood, and let me tell you, I went, we went to the show, and he was awesome. Yeah. You, you were awesome Thank last you. night, Leroy. It was, it was so, so good to hear you. And, and to hear music outside of the X Factor, you know, just the mold, just hearing your own music. You know, tell, uh-huh. tell us what it was like. What was your experience like with, with X Factor? You know, it's, that experience was amazing, you know, all the way from the first time I auditioned to, um, to uh, actually getting on the show, and which was almost didn't happen because I was, uh, I was the last, very last person to audition within like 15 minutes before they, had a, they turned the house lights out. Wow. I don't know if anybody knew that, but <laughs> no. <laughs> kind of crazy. So, so in a way it was in the cards, it was meant to be. It must have been meant to be, yes. Now, where, where, where was your, was it in Seattle? Yes, it was in Seattle. It was their last day, and uh, I waited all day, and it got down to within 15 minutes. They told me at 10 o'clock it was going to cut off, and they they liked to get to me, but they couldn't guarantee it. Wow. And then about 10 minutes before the cutoff, they rushed me and wow. threw me out on stage. Wow. <laughs> wow. What was that like, you know, performing back then? It was, of course, it was, was it Nicole? And uh, was Nicole already part of the team or was it still Cheryl? That's one no, of the it was judges. Nicole. It was Nicole. Yeah. Okay. So, what was it like performing in front of them? I mean, you've performed with like BB King and you've opened for so many people here, um, like Cheryl Crow, Joan Osborne. So, this is, this is like kind of easy breezy for you, or were, were, were there some nerves involved then? Oh, there was definitely nerves involved because, you know, when you're doing a live show, um, even before that, doing the auditions, you know, I've been playing music all my life, but I still didn't, you know, I knew nothing about TV. And I didn't really know how uh, the judges would react. Did you feel like you had an advantage with your experience? I thought I had an advantage with the experience a little bit, but at the same time being um, um, the oldest person, too, I didn't know what to expect. And I originally, you know, I'm a songwriter, and so I wanted to do my own songs which I wasn't able to do. And um, so it was a little difficult, and I, I'm used to playing guitar and singing, and I, I couldn't use my guitar. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was just kind of feeling a little awkward at first. Was it was it challenging, you know, knowing you have all this experience and everything, going in and then, you know, doing what you want to do and then kind of like what part or how big of a factor was it like thinking, you know, like, all right, I should do what they want to hear rather than what you want to do. Did that play any factor or did you just stick to your guns the whole time? Well, yeah, it was a give and take situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I realized after I... Um, gotten in past the first audition that uh, that I wasn't going to be able to do my own songs and then I just made that decision that I was going to do whatever it took mm-hmm. at that point. I didn't want to pass up the deal, you know? Right, yeah. So what was boot camp like? Boot camp was really, really crazy and it was hard. Yeah, it seems <laughs> it was, really uh, hard. It was like a, a lack of sleep and then, um, you know, just being thrown all kinds of obstacles you know, every day. Give us an example um, of a day in the life of boot camp. Well, you're up early. I remember the first day, um, they woke us up, like I believe, like at 6 or 6.30. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to be downstairs, be ready. And then you go into boot camp, and you've got, like, I think it was like about 80 or 90 acts at that time in one what? big room. Oh. Now, imagine the chaos. Everybody mm. from 13 to 59, <laughs> I was at the time. <laughs> Happy and, belated uh, birthday. It was, um, and, you know, people just running around singing. All, it, was, it felt like chaos to me. It was just so much going on. So 6.30 in the morning, is that good for your voice, being up that early? It's kind of hard. Yeah, it, it is hard. I mean, I wasn't singing right at 6.30, but, yeah, you know, the key was to try to get some rest and, and not hang out and party too long. And... Um, and then try to warm up every day and try to save your voice for what you had to do. Right. So the boot camp, they kind of make it seem like they're going to be kind of helping you and nurturing your your talent throughout boot camp. How much how much help did you actually get, or is it more just sink or swim? Well, it's a little bit of both. You do get the notes of they telling you what's not working, kind of, but people are being cut every day. Wow. So, you know, it went down from, it went from about 90 acts, which is, more than 90 people because some of them were groups, you know, mm-hmm. three and four or more. And um, every day, you know, somebody was getting the axe. So it was, it was pretty emotional at the same time. So, you know, you can imagine you're tired, you know, you're, you're giving it your all emotionally, you know, at the end of the day, somebody else is going home. Mm-hmm. Who makes those decisions? Is it just the, the judge, the judges that makes those decisions of the 90 acts, like who goes home? Every day? I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about Nicole? Um, you know, I had just met her. She was um, very, very nice. Um, she had uh, brought a lot more to the table than I thought at first mm-hmm. it was going to be because she was fairly young compared to me. So I didn't really know all that much about her background except for, you know, the pussycat dolls. And um, But uh, she, she knew her stuff pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leroy. it worked out. I thought we got along very well, and um, it was a real kind of an organic kind of look at the way of doing things. Mm-hmm. So last season, you you actually made it pretty far. I believe you were uh, the eighth one standing. Um, yeah. Was there ever a time, maybe even during boot camp, where you're like, "What am I doing? I'm up against thirteen year olds competing on this show. Like, there's no way I'm going to make it past even you know the next day." Well, yeah, I didn't know, you know, you're always trying to second-guess everything. What are they looking for? What do they really want? Does it really matter that I can sing, or are they looking for the next pop star, you know? So you just kind of have to put those thoughts away and uh, and concentrate on what you have to do that day. 
And fortunately or unfortunately, there's there's not that much time to think about anything else but you know learning your new song, learning how to deliver it, and uh, and then hoping for the best. Now, would you say that they were they were trying to almost put you in a in, I don't want to say a box, but maybe gearing you towards more like it felt to me like more adult contemporary. And from what I saw last night, there was a lot more edge to you. There's a lot more of a rock style to you, a lot more like just a harder edge. Did you did you feel that pressure? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I did. And even with uh, some of the songs that I had to do, you know, I'm used to playing guitar, as you saw last night, and um, and a lot edgier. And they kind of uh, geared me more towards balladeer, yeah. even though I, mm-hmm. I love ballads. And um, but that was like a, just a small portion of what I do, okay. and so I felt like I better just do that well because I wasn't going to get the chance to play guitar and do my own stuff. Well, but needless to say, I mean, your time spent—you had a su- substantial run at the X Factor, and you did great. And if it wasn't, I think it was between, what is it? Was it Lakota Rain, Marcus, Nine Lives Canty, and you and <laughs> Marcus. Now, do you stay in contact with any of them after afterwards? Uh, not that much. No, at first, you know, people are, are texting back and forth and, and talking. And then as time goes by, you know, people are getting back into their own lives. And I had my group that was waiting for me. And so we got right back into rehearsing and recording and got right on the road and started playing. So that's one advantage that I had, you know, because I already had a group, so I didn't have to wait, you know, for somebody to put a group together for me and put me out on the road. Yeah. So how do you feel like your life and your band has changed since you've gotten off the X Factor? Do you see a big difference? Oh, yeah. It's it's an amazing difference. I was invited to go to South Africa wow. in June. I, I went there and I collaborated with a big artist there. Wow. Uh, awesome. one artist there, Sahara. And then I just finished uh, singing on a, a song for um, uh, Italy, which is kind of a dance mix, which will be coming out later. And then um, uh, I have an EMI deal with uh, South Africa in uh, releasing a new record right now of our own. Right now, the name of the band is uh, Leroy Bell and His Only Friends? <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's right. That's that's right. Now, tell us about that the the single that you are you putting out. Like, a, is it a full CD you're putting, putting out, or just right now, just a single, so people just kind of get a taste of what you guys are singing now? Yes, that's it exactly. Yeah, we're doing the single right now. We'll drop the rest, um, you know, maybe in a couple of months. Um, work the single right now, and in fact, I'm in Vegas right now. I'm going to do a private thing, and then on to Texas and do a show there, and then back to to work on the rest of the album. But, uh, yeah, it's been very busy, and I, I can't complain one bit because the X Factor just, you know, it plays in so many different countries. Right, yeah. And I'm getting, you know, offers from all over the world to come play or collaborate or, or what have you. So I couldn't have done that without the X Factor. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. We'll see. And I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it was just the right move at the right time. I was actually going to say, you know, I know you're busy. I'm sure you're touring and traveling. I don't know if you've had a chance to check out this season of uh, X Factor by chance. No, I haven't had a chance. I'm either in the studio recording or, or trying to catch up on rest. I just heard tonight earlier that uh, Gene Simmons' daughter was on. Mm-hmm. And right. I thought, wow, that's wild. Well, <laughs> I was actually going to ask you because I don't know if you ever interacted with any of the kids from Intensity. Uh, I, yeah, I don't remember their names, but yeah, yeah it was a good group. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were so many, I was hard. <laughs> there, no, there was this kid, um, Aaron Ray, and he's back actually this season, and he's a solo oh, artist. Oh, yeah, I remember Aaron. Oh, yeah. yeah. Any any interaction, any stories you might have about Aaron? 
No, he was a very, very talented kid. I, I didn't know he could come back again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came back and he, he, he blew the. He was one of the better auditions tonight. He got four yeses, so, so pretty strong, have to say for sure. Uh huh. So uh, that's good for him. There was a lot of talent in that group. I mean, there was quite a few kids in that group, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Her and and then, and then um, him and there was like the girl as well. I want to say Eliona. I, she was yeah, like, right. she was very, very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. him and her, they really stood oh, out right. out of that group. Okay, so, so well, thank you so much, I mean, for taking time from your touring and whatnot, and actually, I, you know, when you come back in town, we'd love to have you in the studio and definitely play, you know, play your track for us one more chance. We're actually going to probably close out the show with your new single, so fans of Leroy Bell, please stick, stick around for that, but Leroy, thank you so thank much you. for taking some time and shedding some light on X Factor for us. Thank you. Thank oh, you yeah, so thank much. Thank you. Thank you very much, and it'll be a pleasure to come back and, uh, and do a song on the show or something. Yeah, awesome. please do. We look forward to it. Thank you very much, Leroy, a little round of applause for Leroy Bell. Hey, all right. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you, Leroy. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so that was cool. Yes, yeah, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, he seems very down to earth. Mm-hmm. Dude, he was real rock star last night. Yeah, I'm really interested. I want to hear his single. Oh, I kind of wanted to ask him if, like, it just seemed like on TV. I just I didn't get to it, but uh, it seems like on TV, everyone, all the contestants, when it gets down to you know the top 16 and then so on and so on, that they all are pretty close knit. They all kind of like each other. I just wanted to know if there was someone that really got on his nerves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet to- they were. We'll ask him next time when he comes yeah. in for sure. He seems like a truthful guy. Yeah, it's like he wouldn't well, sugarcoat it. Let's so. <laughs> let's let's finish up with some of the. Uh, I think we have to we have to talk about Tara Simon, uh, yeah. the yeah. vocal coach. Yes, yeah. The, probably one of the most likable contestants we've had this season on X Factor. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. I would want to exactly be your have friend. her over for yeah. like no for anything anything. Not for a voice lesson no. even. Yeah, that was, was it. Was very interesting that Simon even said like you know with some vocal training you could you know mm-hmm. yeah, that was actually hilarious you can't deny that she does have some really great talent um she started off very shaky and weird but mm-hmm. um, well yeah. the point is you want to hear a song she was doing right. runs the whole time she was right. switching all over the place like the point is that there's supposed to be a song being she's lighting off but firecrackers as a as exactly. a vocalist though if someone can do insane runs like she did i mean mm-hmm. I, I thought they were pretty amazing can, do you think that that shows that she can sing well she i over sang i think it. it does show she can sing and that's why they put her through but i think like yeah the she over the song i think that also with over singing people can do that if they feel like that's where their strength lies but it's just as much of a talent to decide where the subtlety is as where the fancy parts are or the runs are um because if you over sing something then everyone takes it for granted and thinks you're going to do it all the time and then that wears out your voice and she should know that apparently you need blood in your vocal cords <laughs> plenty of blood <laughs> which is like really grunt, like she just does push-ups because she's cray cray okay like yeah. i totally thought that they were setting her up to fail you know yeah, it's yeah. very long drawn out but she did yeah. not like gene simmons daughter mm-hmm. no she's not feeling that awesome so for once it wasn't predictable right because mm-hmm. yeah, we yeah. are all oh yeah. it's gonna be epic fail and no she, she was interesting good she wasn't bad we'll just say that just her her just kind of weird the whole situation was very weird her choices she seems like a strange person she said she she claims she's the simon cowell of her vocal studio which it's like unless you're simon cowell that's probably not a 
great thing to be. No. Yeah, no. That's like kind of, you know, like Abby from Dance Moms. Like, it's like, I just think that you have an awful life and you're taking it out on other people. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, wow. there it is. Well, if she can be a bee, I can be one too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's end on a positive note. Let's talk about who I thought I, okay, editorial, I'm sorry. Daryl Black, I love the guy. Yeah. He was awesome. I thought he was the best person tonight. For me. I I I love he was so good. I just love what he's gonna do with his five million dollars. Big unicycle. (laughs) Demi Lovato's like, you can get both. (laughs) You have five million dollars. No, but he just did things with the song. There was just a richness to his tone. What I've always talked about his experience. Those people those people that that are that are a little bit old. They're not fourteen. They're you know he's what, what was thirty seven. He, like? he was thirty seven. <laughs> Five kids, yeah, very far from fourteen. All looked his age. Did that <laughs> freak anybody else out? Yeah, it was his kids looked, looked like his young. friends. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love I love when when somebody sings that first set in the first note and you and then the crowd just goes wild because mm-hmm. first of all like his originality what he did to that song was amazing mm-hmm. and his style was different than anybody else. He had amazing vocals, confidence, stage presence. He's not likable. He's lovable. He's, yeah. he's, the per- he's yeah, perfect. He should give that vocal coach he's a lesson, maybe. Yeah. yeah, he was so good. He probably would. That's how nice of a guy he is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I kind of when I was listening to the song, I, I said earlier, I, it sounded like he turned it into a Christmas song for whatever reason. It just sounded very holiday. <laughs> I think that they edited it together because something was not consistent about that song. <laughs> you guys mentioned there was like a key change. Yes, right? there's yes. a key oh, change. Oh, there absolutely was. Yeah, at the very end, yeah. maybe. I mean, he may have sang the whole song and then they just, you know. The last one, he probably went the key change. But. Mm-hmm, I think yeah. the only possible chink with him is that maybe due to his age, unfortunately, he may not be topical. He may not be current, like let's say Aaron Ray. Right. You know, Aaron. Ray, I think I think he's got a great voice, but you're right. When you said the Christmas song, it, it might have been something just. He may have influences from the past that might, you know, might be a detriment to him. But that's now also the, the track too. I think the track yeah. kind of maybe added to that yeah. too. Like with the mm-hmm. ding, it was a little, like yeah, it was like a okay. little cheesy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like elevator music. Yeah, yeah it was. I mean, mm-hmm. he reminded me of Michael Bublé, and mm-hmm. Michael Bublé has an amazing Christmas album. That's that's where I think that's yeah. maybe <laughs> what happened. That's what happened. You know, he doesn't look thirty-seven. This guy, so I, I don't. Yeah, I think, and to be fair, all of the contemporary artists today are influenced by artists of the past. Exactly. So, I think that um, everything good recycles itself, and uh, he doesn't look 37. <laughs> good for she, she has it all written down right here. The whole thing <laughs> everything, every <laughs> sentence. My, it says 37, five kids. So, overall, we, it, it was a, I thought it was a great episode. Yeah. yeah. We had everything, and mainly a Cliffhanger. Yes, yeah, so oh, yeah. hanger. Oh, we have to talk about uh, something Trevor, happened. What was Trevor? It? Trevor. <laughs> Trevor, um, Mor- Trevor Morgan. Yes. Morin. Morin. Moron. Moron. Trevor Morin. <laughs> I'm not Moran. sure how you. Yes, 13 years old. Had the Bieber haircut. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of energy. Just the video blog going, dancing <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, dancing. He exerted so much energy in <laughs> doing the videos that he passed out on his mom's lap. Yeah, maybe something he, happened. Maybe something. he caught Panda's pneumonia. Oh. Ooh. Panda's no, they're in a states. totally different city. Yeah. city. Stitties. Now he's part Stitties. panda. <laughs> part panda. <laughs> I know. And then, and then I guess, I don't know if maybe because of lawsuits and whatnot that they call the paramedics very easily or something. But uh, I don't know. This guy seemed to be healthy before. Mm-hmm. And then... Like an hour later. 
I don't know. We'll, we'll figure to it be out. Continued. Yeah, to be continued. I know, that so is just we're going to save whether or not he lives or dies to our predictions. So <laughs> that could be our prediction. <laughs> of course it is. But with that said, um, let's move on to any. Do we have any news and gossip? Any? Well, I brought here this <gasps> Billboard magazine. After Buzz TV. Newsy type stuff with Michelle Mazzetto. Newsy type stuff. And basically, uh, they have an article about the X Factor and Simon and L.A. Reid and comparing it to The Voice. And basically, his formula and how he's trying to bring the U.K. version and how the success in the U.K., how much of a success it was and how even in the U.S. now it hasn't reached the same numbers. Um, But that it's in over, I want to say... Like 55 countries. I just read this over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it was Simon saying that the thing that he thinks is unique about this show is. <laughs> is. Uh, We're building suspense right now, folks. What I'm we trying to be do continued. is build <laughs> suspense. Article. Oh. <laughs> there would be no point in us doing the show. This is a quote from Simon. There would be no point in us doing the show if we genuinely didn't believe that at the end there would be some sort of legacy that makes the show worthwhile. So basically, what he's trying to say is that they're the only show that the winners actually work with these producers and these people. They actually work with, like, Simon and L.A. Reid. Whereas with The Voice, they get a record contract, but not necessarily to work with those artists. Mm -hmm. Um, So... And he's saying that they, this is where they uh, find superstars. Mm. Huh. Interesting. Mm. So there is a purpose. There is an end goal, per se. I guess so. That's a little bit different than the rest. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. I, I actually pulled up a little uh, newsy, gossipy kind of thing oh. this week. <laughs> and it's actually um, how, in our segment, we like to call, can't we all just get along? You know, because mm-hmm. how the X Factor and the voice have been battling all season. Mm-hmm. Well, there seems to be a little kumbaya, a little connection oh. on the X Factor and go. the voice. And that is between Mr. Willie Jones. Remember, he did, the, was it the, jo- the, the, the fresh, he did the uh, Josh Turner? Yes. Mulamento. You murder That was awesome. Oh, Fresh yeah. Prince. And it, yeah, it was uh, Willie Jones and Des Duran from The Voice. And the, I guess they've known each other since they were babies. Oh. Yeah, like Des even mentioned it, I guess, that they were in this, like the same school plays together. So yeah, so they are, their families know each other. They, they, their families like are friends. So, so their like, families aren't affiliated with any networks. No. <laughs> but here's the thing. Maybe they, the, the Duran family and the Jones family can bring the voice and X Factor family together. Mm. Yeah, can, maybe some like people will book some story. shows together or something mm-hmm. or have some massive money-making tour. <laughs> I'm telling you, maybe we Make can, a ton of money. Can't we all just get along? If everyone maybe. had a JC in their life. Which Maybe we do. they could. Yeah, we all Which we, we do. So <laughs> we're good. We're fine. Wow. Thanks, JC. You're welcome. <laughs> I was about to go into the Simon Cowell and Carmen Electra dating thing, but I think I'll what? leave that for next week. What? Oh, we got one more nugget of news. <laughs> there is, yes, uh, there is a little rumor going around that Simon Cowell and Carmen Electra are dating. Yes, it seems like this past Sunday, as everyone, w- everyone was at the Emmys, well, it seems like Simon was at dinner at a local Hollywood spot known as Chaconis with Miss Carmen Electra. And they were getting, let's see, they were getting rather close. And it got to the point, and well, let me backtrack. Actually, Simon said he's always been a fan of hers, telling OK Magazine that he picked her on Britain's Got Talent because she has the best set of teeth I've ever wow. seen. No, he didn't say she that. She does have a nice what? rocket teeth. 
He did say she has the best set of teeth. A fan of her, a fan of what? Of their teeth? <laughs> yeah, a fan of. of of Carmen Lecha and her teeth? I, I don't know. Huge ew. teeth. Yeah, ew. So confused. Anyway. So not okay with that. Well, uh, the good people... Ew, Simon. The good people at InTouch, according to the sources at InTouch, they said, I guess they were about to... Sh- they shared a little kiss, and then it turned out into a full makeout session. So... Ew. Whether well, it's, remember, this like is her teeth. news and gossip, so we'll leave it up to the public to decide and let time tell. So that's it for our newsy, gossipy stuff. Bam. And now... Time for predictions. <laughs> well, okay, now, we're not going to determine whether a poor thirteen-year-old is going to make it or not. But let, <laughs> well, let's talk about. I say he doesn't. I'm just going to go there. Just going to go there. Just gonna <laughs> yeah, do why it. not? Nick, you're a bad man. <laughs> All right, who is your favorite person tonight, guys? We always. You know what? I think Daryl Black. I'm just going to throw that out there. Melissa, Daryl Black's your favorite. Yeah. All right. As everyone scrambles for their notes, I, let's see, Mark, what do you got? I'm going with, I really liked him too, but I'm going to go with uh, David Corey. It was just amazing. I'm, and uh, I think he's going to go really far. Okay. Michelle. I think the original Greeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always? Really? The OGs. Okay. Hey, everyone, the different strokes are different. But folks. probably Daryl Black if I was. <laughs> of the people say. that made it through. <laughs> yeah, of the people that made it through. All right, Nick, talk some sense into the group, please. Let me talk some sense into you guys. Okay. I'm going Chang Lee right now. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I'm going to go with Tara. She was so weird, yeah, but I think there's a lot of potential behind mm, those runs. You like that, huh? Miss Simon? Love them. A little bit of crazy, huh? Love them crazies. Ew. I track the crazies. Uh. <laughs> we'll leave that for another show. All right, but I think we've come to the end, guys. So who did you pick? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter who I picked. Okay, I, I, I like Aaron Ray and Daryl Black were my faves. And, and Daryl Black was my, he and Carly Rose have been my favorites this season so far. Absolutely, they're the only people I remember really that are that are staying in my head. So Carly Rose is still my favorite, and but Daryl Black, he was pretty close, one A tonight. So that's it for us. I think tonight, I don't think we got anything else, right? No. So all we got is Leroy's. Uh... Yeah. Yes, guys, instead of doing the, our normal out with the, the Afterbus theme, we're actually going to close with Leroy's, Leroy's single <laughs> "One More Chance." So before that, let's sign off with Mich- Melissa. Where can they find you? Uh, at Melissa Macedo M. And you can find me at Mistato Music. Check me out, Mark E. Allen. Find me on Instagram, Nick underscore Collins. And follow, oh, I'm the Everyday Man, and follow all of us at AfterBuzz TV. All right, so we're closing the show with Mr. Leroy Bell. So one more chance. Here we go. Good night, everybody.
from Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.